This spot is brought to you by Eaton Vance, the symbol of advanced investing. What's inside your ETF? With Parametric Equity Premium Income ETF, you know. Inside, you'll find institutional expertise from a specialized team with deep derivatives experience. Get to know what's inside PAPI, the symbol of alternative income, at eatonvance.com symbols. Before investing, prospective investors should carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. The current prospectus contains this and other information and is available at eatonvance.com. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Not FDIC insured. Offer no bank guarantee. May lose value. Not insured by any federal government agency. Not a deposit. Investments involve risk. Principal loss is possible. Distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LLC. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the participants, not of Reuters News. I'm Rob Cox, the global editor of Reuters Breaking News in New York. Everyone eagerly wants to know where Amazon will locate its second headquarters. It's a $5 billion investment with thousands and thousands of employees. But few have more invested in that decision than Ross Baraka, the mayor of Newark. A native of New Jersey's biggest city, Baraka's team put together a proposal that he believes makes economic sense for Amazon. In a chat at Newark's City Hall this week, he cited the city's prime location in the Northeast and just outside of New York City, its strong transportation links, which include a major international airport and seaport, its location atop prime internet and telecoms infrastructure, its educational institutions, and its industrious workforce. We also discussed the social and perceptual impact that Amazon could have by choosing Newark, a city that has clearly seen better days rather than a place where all is peachy keen like uh, Atlanta. But Baraka isn't betting that Jeff Bezos will be easily swayed. That's why he tells me he's going to spend some time this weekend with New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio to see if there's a way to maybe work together to make the wider offering of New York and Newark more appealing to the Internet juggernaut. Check out my chat with Mayor Baraka of Newark, New Jersey. Look, thank you for having me here. Uh, I've never been to Newark's City Hall, so this is a new new occasion. But, you know, I'm, I'm interested in hearing how you're trying to sort of expand the economy here in Newark, how that fits into sort of what we're seeing in the state and also with, with the country, given, you know, some of the, the issues that all cities are facing. Well, obviously we are trying to... Uh leverage some of the resources that we have here already, some of the assets that we have to help bolster economic growth in the city, whether it be our transportation infrastructure, our you know, fiber optic uh, capacity underground, you know, our proximity to the universities, uh, you know, eds and meds that we have here, trying to use those things to kind of expand and grow our economy. We have already 400 manufacturers in this community. How do we help those uh, become larger. And we have uh, at least 30 to 40 anchor institutions that we're trying to get them to invest more in our neighborhood, invest more in the city through uh, something we call Hire Buy Live, uh, trying to get them to purchase or use their procurement dollars locally at a greater mm-hmm. uh, rate than they do now. And they're probably at like 3%. We're trying to get them to go. 3% buying locally versus, yeah, yeah that's, that seems like it's sort of like a buy America on a small scale, isn't it? Buy, buy Newark. Yeah. And we try to get them to hire Newark residents as well. So those, those, and get some of their employees to choose Newark to live here. And attracting, uh, you know, new companies to the city, small businesses, as well as larger companies like uh, Mars, like uh, Broad Ridge, places like that, uh, to come into Newark. 
Well, uh, certainly the one of them. You, you, you guys, you have a pretty robust right. effort for Amazon. Tell me about that. We do. Um, uh, Newark Community Economic De Development Corporation. Aisha Glover kind of quarterbacked this thing for us, and uh, we brought the entire kind of private sector business community together with some of our guys locally uh, and, 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 and other folks who we thought should be involved in the process, elected officials, community folks, uh, to advocate for the city to put together a, a which, which what I think is a robust proposal that will you know match up to anyone that's been sent to Amazon. What was that process like? I mean, it seems like cities around the country all sort of got together. You had exactly, as you said, business yeah. leaders, municipal leaders, um, yeah. everyone sort of pulling together, in many cases, in ways they hadn't done before. I mean, that seems to have been a pretty um, positive process. Right. I think it was a little, it was it was hectic because it was a short period of time, but it was a little easier for us because we've already established uh, kind of relationships with all of these people. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, it was easy for us to come together and kind of get the ball rolling. Uh, managing all those people is always you know, a headache, but, you know. Yeah. It, it, I mean, <laughs> the managing I people think, is always a headache. I think they did a great job at that. And um, we put together a proposal to the state fairly quickly, then uh, then again to the state after that, and mm -hmm. then they compiled something and put it uh, towards Amazon. We uh, kind of closed ranks and got the state to pick Newark as the, the, the representative city, which was something that people thought. What are the we, highlights of the, of the bid? What are the highlights of the bid for Amazon? Well, I think that uh, what we have to offer, you know, you know, the, as I said earlier, the transportation infrastructure, the you know, the digital infrastructure that we have here as well, the, the density of the college students, the proximity to probably one the most densely populated areas in the, in the, in the nation outside of, you know, right, the West right. Coast. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, that plus the fact that we have a kind of real social kind of story to tell for Amazon, you know, to How do you help, tell that story? help a growing American city. Yeah, I mean, that was, I was talking to John Strangfeld, who runs uh, Prudential here, and we were talking about how, yeah, I guess, they're, you know, you know, they, yeah. you know they're, this, he's, uh, they're a big company based here, and they've had, over the years, many people try to pick them off and say, hey, move over here, move there, and they've stayed in Newark. Um, you know, what is, what is, what do you think of that social element is? Do you think, what, how do you appeal to Amazon on that level? Say, look, we're a city with incredible bones that could be so much stronger, so much uh But there's opportunity, robust. particularly, in this era, what's going on now, you know, nationally, even internationally, uh, the kind of climate the country is in, the divisiveness that, that is at the forefront of all of the politics right now. And, and, and Amazon itself, in its record, has an opportunity now to help bolster an American city, uh, one, one of America's oldest cities, mm. how to bring it back, uh, you know, a city that's moving on its own, how to expedite that. And deal with some, you know, kind of intractable issues around unemployment, around inequality, around you know housing, all of those things that they can have a deep and immediate impact on uh, if they came to to the city of Newark. And, and I think that they have an opportunity to do that here, probably more than any other places that that are in the running for this at, at the top, whether you're talking about Boston or Atlanta or, or Brooklyn or yeah. you know, or Denver or you know you know Austin. Well, Denver and Austin aren't near the northeast. Yeah, right. You got the, the millions all. and millions of people here for one. The transportation is an interesting point you make. I mean, right. you are you've got the airport. I know that was part of the RFP. Yep, the you airport, got, seaport, the yeah. all of the the highway infrastructure. It's an opportunity to get in and out of this city. You get on a major highway from Newark, you know, in about five, 10, 15 minutes. You know, you're in New York City. 
30 minutes, uh, right. you know, without traffic and probably 12 minutes or less on a train. So anywhere downtown, you get to the airport in like five minutes. Right, so, right. So it's got all that. And yeah. Well, I mean, I guess in some ways your biggest competition then is New York City for... Well, and I, think that the, and I think that, that if that's the case, that we have a strong opportunity, you know. I'm going to talk to de Blasio Saturday, as a matter of fact. Are you? What are you going to tell him? Well, what I'm telling you. Right. Let's what, get <laughs> yeah. together, maybe yeah, come up get, with a... Think about something, you know, either, you know, yeah. endorse Newark or figure out how we did get a, a kind of regional strategy here. But I think it's important, you know, I, we believe that they can have the benefits of New York without the, the cons of being in New York. Right. I suppose, you know, that you get that, you know, you know, young people want to move to a big city like New York and, you know, the sort of information. Well, they just want to be close to it. They can't afford right. to live in New York. Well, that's the so, truth. Right. I, I mean, they, so that that in and of itself is uh, something that we can resolve. Like, you can't live in Manhattan. I mean, affordable housing in Manhattan is about $3,000. Yeah. So, I mean, most most of people have to live in an outer borough. And mm-hmm. it's quicker to get to Manhattan from Newark than it is from Brooklyn. Right. Right. So, and definitely from Queens or Long Island. Sure. So, at, at the end of the day... Newark is the best bet. You're the sixth borough, then. We could be. <laughs> you could put it that way. We could be. We, we're probably the most uh, uh, vibrant outer borough opportunities, opportunistic outer borough that they have at this point. Like, they have a op- this great opportunity here in the city. It's growing. It's moving. And, uh, you know, it's cheaper. Sure. So what, what, are the, so what are the things you, want, you think you'll have to deal with when, if, you, if you get down to that sort of short list? I mean, one of them is going to be security. How, do, how are you, you know, or in education, so something you've certainly been very uh, vocal about and, and been quite successful in moving. Well, I think those are all perceptions. Right now, we have over 70% of our kids graduating from high school. Rutgers has increased its enrollment over the last three years by 60%. I mean, we have some of the, uh, given the demographic that we have, our kids are outperforming kids all over the nation with the same demographic controlling for charter schools, or even if you took the charter schools out, the NPS students are doing uh, on par a lot better than most cities uh, of the same demographic. Obviously, that's not a a, uh, a story that gets out often, but it's just a fact. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so we are proud of the direction that the the school system is moving in, and we just got... And you're, you're getting, you've got control the, the, we, for the first just, time in a generation, just, right? Yeah, we're just getting it back, and it's probably going to be official February 1st, hopefully. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but at the end of the day, uh, that all bodes well for us in terms of, of what we're doing. We have 50,000 college students in this city. Like we, New Jersey probably has the most dense population of engineers anywhere in this area. You know, and uh, you know, Newark is a great part of that with NGIT being right here in the middle of this town. Right. Uh, so the, the access to that is for the uh, company is very, very, very important for them. Have you had a chance to talk to Jeff Bezos before? No, I haven't. You know, not, not, not in person. But, I just I can't tell whether they're going to take sort of the bigger social question, like, right. oh, do we want to help a city that's on that's got that's going from a, a four right. to an eight, or we want to take an eight and turn it to nine? I, it's right. hard to tell. Well, I, I I do think it's beneficial for the company to be on the East Coast, right? To be over here, uh, to have that kind of bi-coastal kind of presence. I think they to the West Coast. They come on this side, and if, and if that's the and if that's where they want to be, Newark is up in up in those runnings in in terms of the cities that are the most viable places for them to go to. You know, if you if you uh, pick Atlanta or Boston, Newark has to be in there, right? That's the way I look at it. Given the the bones that we have, just on his face, if you put Newark up in any business class, and they said this is what you need, 
this is what you need in order to be have a successful business, Newark would be there if you took away all of the uh, perception and idea about what Newark is, if you're looking for location, if you're looking for communi the communication market, if you're looking for densely population, if you're looking for transportation, looking for all of those kinds of things, then Newark is, uh, you How, know, hits the mark. If you take the perception part of it, one of them is, is, is public safety. What, right. have, what, what, what is your, how would you answer that question? Well, would I'll just tell them to look at the numbers, right? Since 2013, we reduced homicides by 38%. Robberies are down, double digits, you know, that Newark is improving. The, the, the numbers tell you that. We just hired a class of 122 officers, I think. And, 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 and frankly, like I tell other businesses that come here, I had a conversation mm -hmm. with Mars was making a decision. I just told him to go talk to the other people. And I'm perfectly confident about those conversations, right? So I told him, you should go talk to uh, the people at the Proof Center. Right. Go, go, go talk to Hugh Weber. Go, to, go down there and talk to Strengthfeld. Go talk to NJ Pat. Go talk to Verizon, Horizon, and all these people around PSENG. Talk to them and ask them about their safety in the downtown area and the community and what's happening. And I'm perfectly confident of those conversations. And, uh, and, and I don't have to call them ahead of time. Right, right. They're the uh, best endorsement. Right. And, right. And, and, and they have actually uh, been, you know, the, the icing on the cake for most of this stuff. You know, you call them, they give us the thumbs up, and it goes forward. And, and, and that's because, you know, maybe five, ten years ago, there wasn't a lot of activity in this downtown area. And that's the, the number one deterrent to, these kind of, to this kind of area in terms of crime is activity. People out on the street, things happening, events, stores opening, you know, all of that. So, you know, the amount of retail that has been, uh, that has come to the city, the amount of people on the streets, the, the residents that we're putting down here through housing that's being developed, you know, add to the, adds to the safety of this area. And so they can't say anything, but that things are getting better and better each day. Mm. So, you know, the, it benefits them for another company to move in sure, and for more people to come to the city. Because That's a validation it, right. for what they've for their with their own their own constituents, right? And it, and, it, and it makes the neighborhood safer. It, it creates more business and economy in uh, uh, in this area. So, of course, you know the, the the invariably, if you if you're successful, you'll have all these people moving in. You know, young professionals putting uh, housing prices up. You'll have to deal the other side of that, which is and we already complaints about it. gentrification. We we already dealing with it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, the fear of it. So, but. We have already put an inclusionary zoning ordinance in to focus on not just like low income, but uh, workforce housing, right. which I think is a problem all over the nation. Just affordable housing. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so we've, and we were already thinking about ways to mitigate those things, right? Because the market itself is like, you know, uncontrollable, right? That's the, the, the thing with capitalism, right? It's uncontrollable. Right. The market starts going. I mean, you can't control the fact that the prices in New York are like ginormous and which is going to allow developers here to charge prices that are under those prices, but higher than the ones that right. we have. No, now. no, no, absolutely. It lifts right. all boats, as they say. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, how do you feel that the the national conversation affects? You know, when I think of cities, I, th I feel like cities are uh, have lost a little bit of their voice under the new administration. Do you feel like you know you're being heard as effectively as you were in, in, under the previous administrations? Well, I, I would say you're right. But I think that what's happening is that, you know, a lot of the mayors are coming up with like kind of local strategies, mm. kind of local uh, municipal and statewide kind of strategies that deal with intractable issues that we've had for a long time that we usually get uh, or try to get at least some government support or government ear on, I mean, federal government. Um, and we're coming up like why are we doing hire by live, why are we all the other kind of things that we're doing locally uh, to prepare for that, uh, the housing issues. 
because we know that uh, this administration is not going to be particularly fair and uh, open to, to cities, which I think is a mistake given that, you know, at this point in America's history, the GDP, most of it is created in these cities. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. Well, to they don't seem to be adequately represented. When you look at, I mean, our representation is not based on economic, our, our economics, right? So right. you don't say, well, New York or New Jersey or California or get more votes be, or population. Right. I mean, I guess in the House it is, but certainly yeah. not in the Senate, which is decided, well, has been the deciding factor <laughs> in putting uh, this tax bill, for right. instance, through. Right, right. Or the president. But, you know, that's, that is, you know, an issue. And the issue of equality, of mm -hmm. equity is we're moving further and further away from that now and we were moving closer and closer and closer to it. And, 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 and I think that that's a problem, not just in terms of our moral center, but I think it's a problem in terms of productivity and, and, and the economy itself. Uh, you got a whole bunch of people that are gonna be excluded from the labor market, that are, that are getting less money in their pocket to put into the, to, you know, to the economy. All of those things uh, affect America's ability to rebound completely from this from a recession that I think that we I don't think that we've completely recovered from particularly these cities I think the financial crisis was uh, it's it really was in many ways one of the most important factors in giving Donald Trump a, a boost I mean we're in the sense that we still haven't gotten over it in so many parts of the country right we're still suffering from it and uh, the problem now is that people are blaming individual groups of people for that as opposed to trying to figure out how do we get more people involved in the economy. How do we lift all these boats? How do you lift wages for people? How do you give them more money in their pocket to spend and less on rent and housing? How do you get more kids in school? All these kinds of things that I think pushes the economy over a long term and not just try to give it a sh yeah. give all this money at once and hope that it turns into something. You know, the, the idea that if we, you know, allow the rich people to have more money, that they're somehow going to give their money out. And I, I don't, think that that has ever worked and, 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 and it won't work now, right? So right. What, uh, you mentioned manufacturing. I mean, Newark, you, of course, you know, a, de a couple of generations ago was a center, uh, an important center of manufacturing. Yeah. Um, a, lot of, a lot of that, some of that's still here, a lot of it moved. What, um, what are you doing to try to bring that back or to kind of create, uh, sort of foster more manufacturing in the city? Well, we still have about 300 different small, mid-sized manufacturers, probably mm -hmm. more in the city. But we are trying to, you know, especially around the port area, trying to clean up some of these brownfield areas, uh, attract warehousing to the city. And, and I think that we have, our, well, I know that we've already begun that and uh, folks are very interested in, in doing that, particularly with our proximity to the seaport. Right now, in a lot of those ships, when they come in, and particularly when they raise the Bayonne Bridge, it's not that you get more stuff, you just get more stuff at one time. Right. So they, they have to uh, unload it or it's just going to sit on the, in the bay. And they have to have somewhere to put it. Right now, most of it is trucked all the way down to exit 7A in New Jersey. And so financially, it just makes sense for all these people to invest in the area around Newark. So we're trying to work with Port Authority to do something around Doremus Avenue and all the areas in Newark, create more warehousing. It helps us because we get the tax and we put more jobs there, right? Mm -hmm. And the port gets to take all those uh, businesses off of the port that are not really port-related in a the sense. They don't need to be on the berth. We put them on the city side. We make a little money for the for our taxpayers. Right, 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 right. So, so this is a, a strategy that we think. So it's an infrastructural strategy. It, it's, yeah, and um, you know, warehousing is advancing, right? Yeah. Advanced, you know, advanced manufacturing, logistics, all of those things are very big in New Jersey and big in Newark. So 
we, we are trying to invest in that because we think it means jobs for residents. Um, you've been, you were elected in 2014, is that right? So, yeah. So you've got, uh, you've still got another year on your, your, mm -hmm. on your term. Mm -hmm. you, are you planning to run again? Are you enjoying the job? What, yeah. what, what, uh, what comes next? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on running again. If yeah. you're uh, asking me if I enjoy the job, you just have to ask me on the right days. <laughs> How about today? <laughs> yeah. yeah, today is a good day. So, I mean, you know, but I, I think being the mayor of a, a major city, Particular city you was born in is the probably the best job in the world to have. I can imagine. Yeah. Well, look, good luck with the Amazon bid. Yeah, and we'll be you. watching. I mean, and good luck with uh, talking to Mayor De Blasio. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Saturday, you guys, pull it together. You know, yeah. a good regional approach might not be the worst idea. It might not. We might knock it out the park. Baraka clearly has his work cut out for him. Newark definitely has a spring in its step and is making great strides in economic development. But walking around its downtown, it's clear the city has a long way to go and that Amazon could play a huge role in making that happen. Anyway, that's all for this week's episode of The Exchange. This podcast was produced by Ben Kellerman. If you haven't already, please sign up on iTunes and anywhere else you satisfy your audio cravings for The Exchange, The Views Room, and other Reuters podcasts. You can also check us out at BreakingViews.com and on Twitter, at BreakingViews and at Rob Wancox. Thanks for tuning in and adios. This spot is brought to you by Eaton Vance, the symbol of advanced investing. What's inside your ETF? With Parametric Equity Premium Income ETF, you know. Inside, you'll find institutional expertise from a specialized team with deep derivatives experience. Get to know what's inside PAPI, the symbol of alternative income, at eatonvance.com symbols. Before investing, prospective investors should carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. The current prospectus contains this and other information and is available at eatonvance.com. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Not FDIC insured. Offer no bank guarantee. May lose value. Not insured by any federal government agency. Not a deposit. Investments involve risk. Principal loss is possible. Distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LLC.